What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Collegeology Podcast, the podcast where college meets science. I'm your host, Bondi Johnson, and today we're going to talk about hydration, such an important topic, but most people don't really know anything about it, myself included. A few quick things before we get into it. A new episode of Collegeology will be produced every Monday evening, so be sure to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever you like to listen to your podcasts on. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Collegeology Podcast and at The Collegeology on Twitter for more information on topics as well as participate in contests and even be part of the show. All links to social media, studies, and anything else relevant will be in the show notes. Now, let's get into it. You're listening to The Collegeology Podcast, where college meets science. Uh, is this going to be on the exam? All right, hydration. Are you a human being? Sweet. Well, I think it's well known by now that you can't make it very far in anything you're doing if you aren't hydrated. Water is essential to living, but surprisingly, we don't drink a lot of it. People will claim they don't like the taste of water. Well, plug your nose and start chugging, because today I have on PhD student Holly Clark to discuss the importance of hydration and the best way to stay hydrated. Holly, hello, and thank you for being on the show. You're welcome, you're welcome. So will you just go ahead and give us a background of who you are and how you got into hydration? Yep, sure. So like you said, my name is Holly Clark, and I'm originally from England, so I'm in Florida now doing my PhD at the great FSU. Um, I actually came to America about six years ago, um, originally in Alabama, where it's just as hot, just as sticky. Um, I played <laughs> soccer a lot. I had a great soccer team behind me during my undergrad and then coached during my master's. Um, so obviously being very um, in-depth with my sports I understood that hydration was extremely important, and especially in the heat with the humidity as well. In order to perform well, the players had to be hydrated. End of story. Right, Same as you had to be fueled as well yeah. through food. So right. um, I knew hydration was extremely important and definitely something that I really enjoyed looking into. And it's very surprising as well how many people don't drink enough. So um, <laughs> it was just that t- kind of topic that I wanted to look into more. Um, so I'd done it during my master's and then kind of just ended up at FSU, but I love it here. And doing something different now in my research, but hydration is still extremely important. Um, so very happy to be here today and talking to you about that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm very excited to have it. People toss around the term hydration very often, mm-hmm. whether or not, oh, this dehydrates you or this is really hydrating. Mm-hmm. You should be drinking this. You shouldn't be drinking that. Yeah. I feel like we need to take a step back. Will you just give us insight of what hydration is in okay. general? Right, perfect. So I have, a, I could put it simply and just be like hydration is drinking, water, whatever, or alcohol, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But um, ultimately, hydration, simply put, is the ingestion or the consumption of fluids through various avenues, which could be direct sources, such as drinking water from a bottle, Mm -hmm. but also some foods that have a high water content as well, for example, cucumbers or melons and stuff like that. But ultimately, adequate hydration is needed ultimately to maintain what we call our homeostasis. So in other words, just to keep this good balance within our body and to make sure that our internal environment is primed for all the different physiological functions. So anatomically, our body is made up of 50 to 65% of water anyway. Mm -hmm. So obviously, that's going to be extremely important. important. And then going on from that, we have all the different organs and tissues in our body. So lean mass or muscle, for example, is 75% water. So obviously, very important for muscles. Adipose tissue, fat tissue is a little bit different, only 5% water there. But then when we're talking about organs, we have our brain. Obviously, probably the most important, especially as a student, the most important organ in our body. (laughs) Um, That is actually 75% water. 
just jelly-like water flowing around in our skull. And then we also have, for example, our blood, the, the main constitute of our bodies. And blood is actually 95% water. Wow. So that all should just hit home and let people know that obviously water, therefore, is extremely important yeah. in our body, seeing it literally makes our body. So hydration is extremely important, like I said, because it's the principal medium for multiple physiological functions such as cellular homeostasis, metabolism, maintaining that blood volume, thermoregulation as well, so keeping us cool or warm or whatever, and then also wow. physical performance as well. So it's extremely important, it's extremely vital to sustain our <laughs> yeah. hydration. Yeah. yeah, I mean, blood, cool, brain, whatever. Yeah. Muscles, 75% yeah. of the muscles. Yeah, definitely, God. exactly. That's why most it's people, a... if they're going for a, a show or something, they often go for dehydration to yeah. kind, of, kind of look cut. Yeah. And that is the way it be. You have to be careful of that because obviously it can lead to some negative factors yeah, as well. Yeah, so dehydration we know is not good. Yeah. So you talk about there's a bunch of foods that have high water content. Mm-hmm. You can obviously just drink water. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily just want to ask you how do I hydrate, mm-hmm. um, more so... What are some things that I can do to hydrate and make sure that I'm hydrating enough? Okay, well, obviously, like I said, uh, hydration is extremely important just as if, like, your macros are extremely important. So, for example, your carbohydrates and your Mm -hmm. proteins and your fats. And it's because of that that there are guidelines set out there by the National Institute of Health, for example. And at the moment, the the daily guidelines are around 3.7 liters of water, whether that be direct or through foods, Mm -hmm. for males, and then 2.7 liters for females. Now, like I said, ultimately it is, I'd hate to go against what you just said, but it is ultimately drink. Whether it's (laughs) water or a Powerade or a Gatorade, don't we need to drop all these bombs of um, sponsorships, whatever, but um, all these different (laughs) um, foods as well, melon, strawberries, cucumbers, all like that. Ultimately, just just try and get the hydration, the fluid into your body as best as you can. Obviously, just drinking water is the main way of doing that. Um, One of the important things to understand is that we lose water throughout the day through multiple avenues. So, for example, breathing. We lose water while we breathe because we breathe off that water vapor. But also, when we go to the bathroom, obviously, we're urinating, getting rid of that water. Defecating as well. So, these all different things that we go through to lose water. We just need to make sure that we replenish that so we need to have this kind of water balance right, that we exactly. like to call it yeah yeah, yeah. make sure the the mm-hmm. in equals the out or, yeah, or more pretty in much it's out. the same thing with calories if you want to yeah. stay in a nice balance mm-hmm. in terms of maintenance of your weight it's an energy balance in and out it's the same thing with water right. if you want to stay hydrated in the nice water balance that we like to talk about it is water in and water out so you just need to be aware of your body throughout the day and what you're doing and where you're living whether you've been out in the hot sun or been active a lot throughout the day Mm -hmm. you just need to be aware of that and just make sure you account for it right so i like how you compared it to calories you know in and out Mm -hmm. we know people who are more active athletes Mm -hmm. um, versus people who aren't Mm -hmm. you know um obviously the more active you are the more energy you need the more calories you need yeah so i'm assuming it's more with with hydration and i want to mm-hmm. talk about the differences between you know let's say an active individual versus an, a non-active individual yeah. and i kind of want to start out with hydrating for exercise mm-hmm. so i know there's a lot of thought between or, or around specifically hydrating before you exercise a certain mm-hmm. amount and then making sure you replenish that after what's what's your take on on drinking adequate amounts before and after yeah okay well first i'm gonna go just go off with the whole active category so mm-hmm. 
even if you're not what we call this athlete, you can still be active throughout the day. Right. And the main thing that comes into consideration is going to be this thermogenic effect that we have in our body. Obviously, the more active you are, the more metabolically active you are. So your body is producing all this heat internally. And you should know that we have this set temperature we like to stay at mm-hmm. around, you know, uh, 37 degrees Celsius, which is our body's set temperature. If we produce all this heat when we're active, whether in the sun or working out at the gym, our body has to get rid of that heat. So obviously it does that through sweating, like I'm sweating now because I'm a little bit nervous, (laughs) you know, but same as you in the gym earlier, you're going to be sweating because you're creating all this excess heat that your body needs to get rid of. And ultimately sweat is a disgusting mixture of water and salts. So obviously sweating (laughs) is a great efficient method of getting rid of that heat. So it's great, but we do have to replenish that sweat. And that is ultimately why the more active you are the more water you have to replace just because right. you're losing more water through that sweat. Right. Um, I don't want to interrupt you because I, no, I had another question. But it's, it's for people who might just sweat a lot, mm-hmm. right? So um, if, if people just sweat, they're not necessarily being active, but they'll just mm-hmm. sweat. I know I sweat all the time, but yeah. I think there's some people who really, really – yeah, is definitely. that somebody who might need to be drinking more water? Do they need to be yeah. conscious of that? Completely. That's why – Their guidelines set, for example, the 3.7 liters and the 2.7 liters, but that is strictly a guideline, and that is, like, foundational. That is just minimal. You have to still be able to take into account you as an individual. I can't just say, hey, 100 grams of protein is good for this person or whatever, because it depends on the individual completely, Mm -hmm. your height, your weight, your age, whether you're active or whether you're sedentary, whether you work in an AC-conditioned room or you work out on an oil rig or something like that. Um, so it's very dependent on you as a person. So that's why it's important to educate people like we're doing right yeah. now because, you know, reading on Google or Bing, whatever your preferred search <laughs> engine is, um, you know, they'll, they'll give you a Bing. one set answer. And it's like, yeah, but does that take into consideration me as an individual? Everything else, right. So you need to be aware of your body. And, um, yeah, some people do sweat a lot. Some people hardly sweat at all. So if you do have excess sweat, you're probably going to need to replace a lot more water. Right. So let's talk about sports drinks the power yep. aid the gatorade yep it's you know very they're, they're uh-huh. advertised towards athletes active yep. individuals definitely is it something i don't want to just say is it better than water but uh-huh. during activity you know it's kind of the it's the thirst quencher it's supposed uh-huh. to help keep you hydrated yep am i gonna see that big of a difference if i'm drinking that versus just water well the most important thing i want to hit there is how you ask me what's better water or sports drinks and i'm going to say i'm going to turn around and say neither because they ultimately both serve a purpose that are different to each other water serves the purpose of replenishing water loss right whereas these sports drinks mainly serve the purpose of replenishing the salts that we lose so like i said some people are salty sweaters some people aren't but the salts that we lose for example the sodium the chloride and the the potassium the electrolytes ultimately Mm -hmm. that we need for this neuromuscular communication um, they need to replen- be replenished just as much as the water being lost. Right. So it's really hard to say which one's better because they are both distinct in my eyes. Okay. And usually my go-to in terms of like an athlete who comes to me is like, oh, look, I need to replenish. I need to hydrate properly. I have a competition coming up. Should I damn this gallon of Gatorade? I'm like, unless you want to be um, throwing up behind that bush back there, like, like no, come on, like, let's think about it. You're yeah. going to be sweating out both, both water right. and those salts. So how about we take a bottle and we mix the two together? Right. And that is, to me, the ultimate mixture right there, like half a Gatorade or half Powerade and then half of water. And that is your okay. perfect concoction right there. Ah. That way you're not going to be, you know, overloading with electrolytes, which could lead to lots of detrimental problems 
on its own it can cause nausea for example mm-hmm. vomiting mm-hmm. diarrhea even which we don't want during a sporting event especially <laughs> no. or anywhere really um, <laughs> just the sporting yeah that's, anywhere that's all the time <laughs> we've all seen bridesmaids can we know that that's not good that's not good anywhere so um but yeah too much electrolytes can cause that it can also cause issues within your brain as well and um, we've had examples such as hypernatremia so too much sodium um, can cause you know to pass out and even die in extreme cases extreme cases yeah, yeah, at home. Right. but that's the same with water too much water can lead to water intoxication so too much water again it'll kind of sit in your belly you'll hear it kind of jiggling around when you're running or whatever right. and again that dilutes what you do have in your body so that could lead to hypokalemia for example so not enough potassium in your body and again which leads to detrimental impacts so the way i say to it to combat that is just mix the two perfect right there yeah. you have your water you have your parade now if you like i said you're an extreme salty sweater then you can take a little bit more some people take electrolyte tablets to help um but ultimately for quote marks the normal person um ultimately a good combination of the two both water and parade would be absolutely fine okay. in yeah, my opinion. Uh, that makes complete sense yeah. like you said two different jobs put them together mm-hmm. you got both yeah. things happening perfect. this this question is completely for me it's something that i convinced myself a okay. little bit ago i don't do it anymore i think this is more in high school okay. um i really got into it i convinced myself if i need to drink if my goal was some amount of ounces of water a day uh-huh. if i just it didn't matter when i drank them so if i drank them you know, let's say it was 120 ounces uh-huh. in a two-hour span in the morning. Yeah. Am I good for the day, or how does that work? I mean, your bladder ultimately, as an organ, has like its set point where I think if you hit, I think it's around 450 milliliters of water in your bladder, okay. you're gonna pee it out. You're gonna want to pee it out because it's gonna okay. be extremely uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. and your kidneys are con- constantly working to filter your blood and filter all the stuff that's going through your body. In my personal opinion, I don't know if this is scientifically correct, but if you drink it all in one big go, you're going to be finding yourself in the bathroom for the next couple of hours, you know, urinating that out and becoming, you know, back down to your set point. Okay. So ultimately, um, people do say, like, at the moment, a rule of thumb is a good, like, around 0.5 fluid ounces to one fluid ounce per pound of body weight. That's a good uh, kind of target to hit. But I would separate that throughout the day. For right. sure. Okay. For sure. Not Don't one big go. Don't just save it up and be like, well, I drank my water for the day. Yeah, because a lot of people, it would kind of sit on your belly. And like yeah. I said, I've been, yeah. done that before when I've drank a lot and then gone, gone for a run. And it kind of, you can hear it jiggling around your belly. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. what is that? Yeah, like, I don't like that. Yeah, no. So it's best, I think, to kind of separate it from okay. the day. Yeah, yeah. completely personal question yeah. on mine. I don't know what, like made me start thinking mm-hmm. that or convince myself of that mm-hmm. but i would do that i didn't like it yeah. i mean if anybody else <laughs> wants to try it don't yeah <laughs> i can tell you that much yeah. it's not fun uh but yeah i was always curious mm-hmm. like i said i don't do that anymore but it's completely individualized <laughs> like like i said some athletes can deal with that some athletes like to down a big bottle of water before they go out for an event and some athletes like to sip right, throughout, throughout the event yeah. it's very individualized yeah. and again it's just very important about Knowing your body, knowing your set point, and knowing where you're comfortable. Because okay. without comfort, you're obviously not going to perform well anyway. So right. that's the most important thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that was that's, that perfectly sums up the, the hydration aspect. I want to touch on some myths of Go hydration for it. Go for it. that people like to toss uh-huh. around. This the is going to be interesting. First, first uh-huh. I noticed you have a cup of coffee. I do. We all yes. know I'm a coffee lover. Is it true that coffee dehydrates you? Okay, well... I'm going to shoot you this question. Okay. When you make your coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. what is the main constitute of your of your coffee? That that would be water. It would be water. Okay, we make <laughs> coffee, coffee granules, whatever. The vast proportion of that drink that you're drinking is water. So please don't turn around to me and say that that coffee is making you dehydrated because that 
in my opinion, is not <laughs> true. Now, caffeine has been shown to have what we call a diuretic effect. Mm -hmm. And that is the kind of impact it has on your body where it makes you want to go to the bathroom. Same as when you drink alcohol, mm -hmm. has a diuretic effect. You find yourself breaking the seal and you go into the <laughs> yeah, bathroom, exactly. you know, when you're trying to party and you're the first one in there. <laughs> trying to um, party. It's the same thing with caffeine. It yeah. has that diuretic effect, so it makes you feel like you need to go to the bathroom a lot more. And I feel like what people have done is they've put those two together, so they've assumed that coffee causes dehydration. Right. That isn't necessarily the case. It has a minor diuretic effect, but um, there has research has been shown um, in different meta-analyses that has shown that really it doesn't have a huge impact on your total body water content. Right. And if you're taking it as kind of like you take your coffee in the morning and then go work out, it doesn't have any impact really in terms of your water content during your workout. Okay. So unless you're drinking coffee as your only drink throughout the day, <laughs> yeah. then I think you're fine. I don't. I really don't think it causes dehydration at all. Okay. It just depends on your definition of dehydration. Yeah. That's good to know. That that I mean, so many people say that, and yeah. I even thought that for a while. But it mm -hmm. makes complete sense when you ask yeah. the question, "What is coffee?" Well, mm -hmm. ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent water. Exactly. How is it that that would be? Like you said, it's mm -hmm. kind of like balancing me in with the out, mm -hmm. and so with that amount of water, even with the diuretic yeah. effects of caffeine, yeah, you're still getting all that water. Ultimately, with that. you are. It's that indirect <laughs> effect that people are like, "Oh, so it must cause dehydration." Well. If you're only drinking coffee, then well, you only have yourself to blame anyway. Of course, right. you're gonna, you know, if you go into the bathroom a lot, you're emptying your bladder, you're emptying your system of water, so, you know, you're gonna get dehydrated eventually. So just be smart. Have your coffee yeah. in the morning. If you go to the bathroom, that's fine. But then you just drink water <laughs> later on, you'll be fine. Like yeah, there's, exactly. there's not a direct worrying impact there in terms of caffeine and Perfect. dehydration. So yeah. many people relieved by that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stop drinking <laughs> my coffee. Yeah, no. I love my coffee. <laughs> I think people wouldn't care either way. Um, I'm going to skip right over. I had eight glasses of water a day, mm -hmm. eight, eight ounce glasses of water that used to be the typical. I think you'd already touched on the, the, the recommendation yeah. of the 3.7 and 2.7 Yeah, the only thing day. I'd say about that is yeah. the eight glasses of water a day is the same as people saying, you know, the five portions of fruit or veg or the an apple a day makes the doctor, you know, well, <laughs> what is it an apple a day apple keeps, a doctor, day keeps the doctor away there you go um which is very expensive so that's a good you know good choice um but again like i said yeah it's very foundational it's just for those people right. who don't really know they're not very not educated that's a really bad word but they haven't got the sufficient knowledge um but for example to hit at home a marathon someone going to run their marathon in a day eight glasses of water would not be enough <laughs> not for that person during the day they'll be yeah. dehydrated so it's very individualized just make sure you're hitting you know, those guidelines and then accounting for any of the excess that you might okay. go through as well. Okay. So, yeah. Just always reach the baseline. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. perfect. So I, I love, I actually love this next thing, coconut water. I want to mm -hmm. talk about coconut water. I, sure. I love coconut water, but mm -hmm. you definitely hear that coconut water. The first thing anybody ever says about coconut water is, oh, it's so hydrating. And I'm pretty sure they have it right <laughs> on the container. Like, super hydrating like ultra hydrated and i'm like uh-huh okay you know cool I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and be like no it's not but mm -hmm. how hydrating is it let's say compared to water regular water okay well i like to say that <laughs> dr pepper is extremely hydrating after a workout like i crave fizzy drinks after my workouts it's again that's individual taste in my perspective and i must admit i did have a look at a little bit of the research and the scientific evidence behind coconut water is very scarce um, in my opinion, um, it has its positives in that coconut water, hey, it's natural. It's a natural source of water. Right. And that the fact that it's obviously 
within that coconut has the natural sugars mm-hmm. as well. It also has a very high um, concentration of potassium, which okay. is a good electrolyte. But that's also found in Powerade and Gatorade. Right. Um, but also because it's, again, natural, it has low fat, low cholesterol, and low calories. So that's all great things that makes this coconut water great to have. Yeah. However, whether it's better than water or better than Powerade, better than Gatorade, again, that's down to your personal opinion. I feel like if you can afford to go out and buy a $4, $4 bottle of coconut water and you like the taste, because I hate the taste of coconut water or whatever, um, then you can go do that. But ultimately, you know, the sugars, whether they're natural or like produced in this Powerade or Gatorade, they're going to do their jobs ultimately. And right. um, whether it hydrates you more, that's a very subjective thing to ask. How do you really determine whether I'm hydrated or they're hydrated or this person's hydrated mm. or not? Um, unless you want to go ahead and take a blood sample right then and look right. at osmolality and you know plasma volume, blood volume and stuff like that. But I don't want to go and buy a coconut water and have a blood draw at the same time. Like, no, like can't imagine that in a bottle yeah, like no, exactly. buy this one free bottle of well one bottle of coconut water and get a free blood draw at the same time free blood like, draw, yeah. no i just want to drink something so i'm ready for my sport like yeah. ultimately like i said i don't think there is any king of hydration okay i feel like it's the same as uh, saying um what's better for protein synthesis animal or plant protein you know what's right. better i was like well ultimately they serve their purpose they both serve their purpose of right providing the amino acids for proteins. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the same thing with coconut water. Coconut water is great. It has that fluid in it. It has those natural sugars. It has that potassium. But it's expensive, probably expensive. I probably wouldn't be buying it when Powerade is 88 cents at Walmart. (laughs) Um, But then, like I said, Powerade has potassium, but it also has sodium, you know, and everything else with the sugars. And yes, Powerade and that sugar in there, that's going to cause issues if you drink a lot of right. that. That's... But to be honest, if you drink a lot of coconut water, you'll probably see yeah. issues Yeah, and it brings too. it back to what you just said, Powerade or Gatorade, split it half mm-hmm. and half with water, in the, and, yeah. and you're cutting the sugar content mm-hmm. in half as well. So Exactly, and you get a lot of these zero sugar or zero sugar mm-hmm. added nowadays. So Exactly. You know, ultimately, coconut water is great because it's natural, and we should be feeding our bodies more with natural sources. However... I don't think it means that we should all up our budget and go and buy coconut right. water because I'm personally just more interested in paying rent, let alone buying co- <laughs> coconut water. Coconut yeah, water. so you know, I don't think it puts anybody at an ad, ad you know advantage if okay. they drink coconut yeah. water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the next thing I'm talking about too is something I also was a firm believer in, and mm-hmm. I mean, in high school, this is kind of what got me into nutrition in the first place. Is I would just mm-hmm. read these things and find out these what people would claim to be mm-hmm. absolute essentials for health. And mm-hmm. one of those was drinking first thing in the morning. You, The oh, minute yeah. your feet touch the floor, uh-huh. you should drink within like a minute of mm-hmm. getting out of your bed. And so I yeah. would have a glass of water next to my bed ready mm-hmm. for myself when I woke up in the morning. Yeah, I did that for so long. And, and again, I, a lot of these things I don't do anymore. But can can you talk about the that... You know, yeah. it, it being essential, whether or not yeah. it is essential. or, or Definitely. It... I mean, we often hear about how, you know, when we're asleep, we're ultimately fasting. So we don't eat. I mean, you shouldn't eat while you're asleep. If you're a sleep eater or that's... whatever, then that's kind of brilliant. But I mean, <laughs> you wake up and you're in a fasted state, which is why people will say breakfast is extremely important. Because then, you know, you make sure your hormones are the correct levels and you're feeding your body ready for the day. Because you have, mm-hmm. haven't been eating for eight, ten hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the very same thing with 
hydration in that when you're sleeping i haven't heard of anyone sleep drinking so usually when you're sleeping you're not drinking so your body goes through a long period about eight to ten hours of which you're not supplying your body with water and we do sweat when we sleep and you should be breathing while you're sleeping so we are losing water while we sleep so that Mm -hmm. is why it's important to drink in the morning because ultimately you're just getting your body prepared for the day and you're replenishing what we haven't had for a long time about eight to ten hours right now a lot of the myths i've heard is how you know drinking oh drinking cold ice cold water is great you know boost the immune system or lose weight (laughs) And there's a lot of contradictive arguments on that. And my mum always told me that if you had problems going to the bathroom in the morning, I think we all know what that means, um, drinking a glass of cold water will help, you know, move your system along nicely. <laughs> and from personal experience, yes, it does help your immune your your system move quickly. But ultimately, you can't say that ice cold water can affect fat metabolism. Right. I mean, ultimately... Some people say that the reason behind that is you drink cold water that makes your internal temperature colder. Mm-hmm. So your body works hard to warm it up. So you, in, in turn, so in in turn you're fat. burning fat to make heat or whatever. <laughs> but that is a long way and that is, you yeah. know, maybe one calorie, two calories. So to <laughs> say that's going to burn fat, then I can't really get on board with that. Ultimately, I'm just saying, and I would say that, just as with fasting with food, you haven't eaten throughout the night, you haven't drunk anything during the night either. So you're probably going to wake up dehydrated. So if you want to start the day well, you know, thinking clearly, you know, ready to attack the day, then yeah, you should drink when you wake up. Right. And okay. a glass of water would do that perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with all the talk of hydration, obviously, it's mm-hmm. important to understand whether or not you or know whether or not mm-hmm. you are hydrated or not. Yep. And we all know those charts that are in the bathroom yep. right above the toilet that have the different yep. colors saying, yep. here's your level, level of hydration. Are you lemonade? Are you How? apple juice? Yeah, like, exactly. What are you today? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then there's that scary brown one. I'm like, God, I yeah. hope I never see that. There's um, something def- different wrong with you if you have that one going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, what, how accurate is that chart? Is that something you should stick to? Is urine color the best analysis of hydration or how do I know? Yeah, well, I mean, usually if you look at research, if you're looking at in-home methods or field methods of looking at hydration status, urine color is just extremely easy to use. And I like to, you know, wake up and all you have to do is look in your toilet bowl and see whether it's, you know, a light color or a dark color. It's not going to be like, oh, I have, you know, 1.1 urine osmolality or urine-specific gravity. Like, you can't look at it and tell that. <laughs> the color is mainly pertaining to how concentrated your urine is. Right. So if my kidneys are working really hard to hold on to as much water as possible, in other words, I'm dehydrated, the urine that you, you urinate is going to be a very dark color because it's concentrated. There's not a lot of water content. It's more, um, you know, these different other molecules and stuff like that. So that's why you have dark color urine. That's right. why we say that's you're dehydrated because your kidney is holding on to as much water as possible. Okay. However, when you have that lighter color, that lemonade kind of color, um, your kidneys don't have to worry about holding on to excess water. So it just lets, you know, you urinate water from your system and it becomes a lot more dilute. So you see that, you know, lighter color. Right. So it's a very good way of just seeing whether or not, again, subjectively you're hydrated or not. Um, urine smell can also play a role in it. Um, it's important to understand that some foods can change the color of your urine, mm-hmm. so you need to be aware of that as well. Right. But just for a go-to, like if you wake up and you kind of want to see where you're at, yeah, definitely have a look at your urine. It's the same thing okay. as disgusting as it sounds, but it's the same thing as looking at your feces. 
Yeah. That can tell a lot about your internal and how you, yeah. your internal environment is working, whether you need to eat a bit more fiber or not, right. for example. And again, if you want to go to the doctor's office and have a urine analysis, they can tell if you have protein or sugars or even blood in your urine, which tells a lot about your system. But ultimately, yeah, for an easy go-to way of telling, am I hydrated, am I dehydrated, just in general, um, yeah, is looking at your urine right. color. Should I be striving for clear or can it be yellow Not, to any degree? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, I feel like it's very hard to be very clear. In the, otherwise, I'd be urinating throughout the night. Uh, I just, I'd rather sleep peacefully and wake up maybe like minimally dehydrated and then just address that in the morning. Right, right. Um, ultimately, you have time. If you wake up and you're dehydrated, which is the normalty, like really people usually wake up dehydrated. Yeah. Just have your water throughout the day and you've you've solved it. Simple as that. Right, exactly. Your body is not going to keel over and die just because you had your first pee in the morning and you're dehydrated. Like, you're not going to, you know, stand up and pass out. No, just make sure you do drink in the morning if you happen to be dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. We've all been there. We've all had a crazy night out, drank <laughs> way too much, you know, alcohol and not mm-hmm. balanced that with water. The next morning we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so dehydrated. And then throughout the day, you drink your Powerades, your Gatorades, and your water, and you'll feel fine. And then you start feeling Same better thing. and everything. Yeah. Random fact with that, actually, really quite interesting, I found when I was researching, the reason you have your headaches is because your brain actually shrinks in size. Oh, In shit. volume, because like I said, your brain is 75% water. water. yeah. So when you become dehydrated, your brain can actually shrink in size. Oh, wow. And that's why we have those headaches, because a lot more pressure and you know them synapses can't fire as well so we tend to have headaches because our brain is dehydrated not just our body but our brain brain. yeah so it's very interesting to see obviously not substantially but enough (laughs) to cause the headache right so um that's very to me that was really interesting i didn't look a lot into it but i just saw the um the pictures of the scans and yeah it's really interesting interesting to see yeah yeah well Thank you again for coming on. I You're think more than that welcome. We, we murdered it. People should now have a clear idea of hydration. Yeah. That was awesome. Like I said, I'm usually pretty well-versed in these topics mm-hmm. that I talk about. Today, these were all genuine questions mm-hmm. <laughs> because hydration is something yeah. that, you know, I don't know a lot about and not a lot of people know about. So, yeah. Well, uh, I'd just like to say um, hydration, I've been told a lot in the past how there's a lot of research already done on it. We know the importance of hydration. What is the point of talking about it? Mm-hmm. But um, in my eyes, until everybody is drinking the amount they should be, then we can stop talking about it. But at the moment, no one is drinking the recommended amounts. You'll be very surprised at how little you're actually drinking throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is extremely important. It has a lot of physiological effects on the body, um, just as carbohydrates do, just as fats do, just as protein does. So it's an extremely important topic, especially with youngsters as well. They need to understand that going to school with a bottle of Powerade probably isn't great for them yeah. um they need to have that water as well and it's just an important topic that we don't talk a lot about and some people just kind of shove it to the side and they think oh, i drink exactly. plenty it's like well do you though do you really drink plenty and you know it's very easy to combat we're very lucky to live in a society where we have access to water of that course. we can drink or products and you know in bottles or whatnot so yeah you know they say it's not a topic we should talk about but it is and you know it's very mm. important shouldn't shove it to the side just drink a drink some water throughout the day and you'll be fine um but it's just as important for example as you know in my eyes as the carbohydrates and the fats and everything right. else that your body is made out of. right right yeah. well 
Thank you again for coming on. That was You're awesome. so welcome. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. That's a wrap for today. I hope you guys learned some things and had fun along the way. Remember to rate and review the podcast if you liked it to help me out. And keep an eye out for the next episode, which will be out on Monday night. You've been listening to the Collegeology Podcast, where college meets science. Until next time. Uh,